0: You are listening to the Stranger Things Special by the S-Tier Podcast with your hosts, Sebastian Martinez and Eric Pajowski. Today's special, we will be covering episodes one to four of the newest season, Things... everyone, to a very special episode of the S-Tier Podcast, where we are talking Stranger Things Volume 4, and it's looking very good. It's such a far cry from when we first saw it
1: as... Absolutely. I'm sorry. Go on. Oh,
0: no, no. Go no. On. No, go ahead.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, absolutely, you're correct with that, because... Have you noticed like how darker it's getting through
0: every season? Yes, it has been getting there. And you know, to, just a to preface, I actually didn't want to watch this show at first when it very when it first came out at the very beginning because I was thinking, "Ah, this looks like shit. What is with this?" Then I just sat down and watched it and I've become a fan since. You know, I love that it just grew on me. And it is Power it's amazing got
1: an autograph with 11 bro
0: no oh, i got a picture oh. with millie yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i got a picture with millie me and my me and my niece got a picture with her and she's super cool that's how much a, of a fan i was it was like that was right after season two and mm-hmm. i'm still trying to get a picture with the whole crew basically and this this episode this this season is amazing it's such a great great thing I there's so much I could say about it and you know there's all this stuff with it a lot of cool vibes to it it really does feel like an 80s show and basically yes, it does basically uh, a lot of great sound soundtracks to this as you heard the intro probably. We use the theme, but it's a different version of the theme. It's a remix of it. And hold on, one minute, Eric. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I'm a. I want a delay here.
1: Okay, I can hear you now. All right, let your me... internet's cutting in and out.
0: That's that's must be restream doing this. Hold on, let me see something. What's my audio doing? Ah, there we go. You'll be able to hear me now. There we go. Um, better. All right. Yeah, I might be on yeah, a, better. Yeah, I might be on a delay. This has been re- this is being recorded right now, but you know, we're going to get into Stranger Things 4. Of course, this is episode 1 mm-hmm. of 3. Episode 2 will be available tomorrow, Saturday, as this is recorded for Friday. And uh July 5th, we'll be doing the final episode for this season, which is going to be consistent of episode 8 and 9, the two movie-length episodes, so that's one thing to look forward to as we continue this, but let's get into it, jump right in with episode 401, The Hellfire Club. The way this started out was freaking crazy, and of course we you know we had the whole thing with Uvalde last week. That's why they had that thing open up with that. Didn't yeah. didn't expect how brutal that would be, but it was fucking great. <laughs> like,
1: honestly, first episode in how dark it was, I was like, "This is going to be their best season."
0: Yes exactly I was thinking that too especially with how everything was going with the whole group the whole Hawkins lab everyone basically massacred and you think it's 11 and that's why she's dealing with stuff the way she's dealing with stuff who like, knows
1: it might be for the people who haven't watched <laughs> the,
0: the way they set it up though is that you know there's gonna be spoilers We're, that's why it's gonna be out Friday mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, the whole thing that really got me after that sequence was Eleven's letter to Mike, which, you know, once you actually get into it, she was basically lying because she didn't know how to handle how Mike would feel about that. And the whole thing about it was you see the contrast, the stark contrast between her and Mike. She's at least lying about it. He embraced the fact that he is a geek in high school and that's the main thing about it and such a such a great sequence where we see wow they've grown up so much and it is one of the craziest like, honestly, things
1: her scene i was going to say her scenes remind me of Carrie, in a way yeah
0: Did you it, hear that? yeah it, it kind of glitched out for a second i don't know what happened here but again, we're we're back to uh, what we're doing. Yeah,
1: it's it. I think.
0: It, it,
1: yeah, it's restream, bro. It's, yeah. they're fluffing
0: up. Yeah, they're really messing up here. But we're gonna keep going with this. The whole th- it really did feel like Carrie in a way. She it she's not fitting in. That's the one thing that really got me. And you know, as you, the episode went along, she gets bullied by this girl named Angela. It's always a bitch named Angela. <laughs> it's always a chick named Angela.
1: Be, be, be careful! I have a friend named Angela. We go way back, and she's cool. All right, she's We're one. Of... Not all Angelas are bitches. Okay, <laughs> she's she's the cool Angela.
0: <laughs> and it's but it's always that kind of chick. She was a mean girl for real. That character. Almost as bad as the chick that, almost as bad as the chick that uh, basically said to Dustin during the dance, "No, I'm not dancing with you." Like, what? How dare you? He's the sweetest kid. What are you doing?
1: Right? <laughs> but I was like, "I'll dance with you, bro." <laughs> we'll make everyone dance.
0: The the one thing that I also caught from this was, basically, you actually see them, the whole, the little group, they've grown apart a little because of high school peer pressure. Here we have Lucas, he's with the, the basketball team, with probably the biggest douche in the universe, Jason, and, oh my, God. oh, my, oh we, we, we have, we have a lot of. Lot of shit to talk about when it comes to Jason. No his fucking
1: speeches, oh my god! <laughs>
0: just want to wear his face. <laughs> I punch him. Just punch him multiple times. <laughs> it's just like, just shut. Up. shut, up. shut up. And he's all fed into the whole uh satanic panic thing. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the thing that I caught was Lucas is trying to get out of being a nerd again and I've we've we've dealt with some people in our lives that are like that and we told him no just embrace it it's a part of the zeitgeist what the fuck <laughs> Marvel's embrace a part of it Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, a part of a part it's all a part of the zeitgeist Marvel Dungeons and Dragons all that stuff. You can't you can't turn around without seeing a Marvel poster for like Moon Knight. <laughs> So when I thought of that, I'm like, ah oh, man, those were the were, those were the dark ages for nerds, the '80s, because everything, yeah, everything was all all those times before now were the dark ages for nerds. But the the thing about it that really got it, we end up getting introduced to a couple of new people. Argyle in California with with Will and Jonathan and Eleven. Who is, he is Cheech and Chong personified. <laughs> and,
1: just, just think California surfer dude, and that's him.
0: Yeah, just just, just inject the weed into his veins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, how, that's how high he gets sometimes throughout this season. But, I know,
1: sometimes I was like, damn, I wish I could be that.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh my god. We're going to get to it, but we saw on 401, the other character we were introduced to, who would definitely be a part of the high school crew that we were a part of, Eddie Munson. Eddie Munson is that dude. Oh my goodness. Just talking all that shit. Pissed off Jason, I said, oh thank God, someone knocked him down a peg, thank God. (laughs) I
1: swear... I swear, if any of my female friends out there or my girlfriend, I'm taken by the way right now. So back off, ladies. Aww. Um, if they say, oh, you remind me of Eddie from Stranger Things, I'm going to fucking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, yeah, that that's a cool thing. Like Eddie is definitely that character. And even I was like, wait, what the fuck? Why is Eric in here in two roles? (laughs) (laughs) It it was the funniest thing. Eddie is probably the chillest, goofiest character. And he actually basically has passed the torch to both Dustin and Mike. And Mm -hmm. it was such a cool moment just to see, like, oh, look, uh, uh, Super Senior... Actually looking towards the new new blood and all that. Not doing all types of mean shit like all the other ones would. And of course they're handled with a dilemma about finding a new team member for Dungeons and & Dragons. And of course Dungeons & Dragons being the main thing throughout this whole series. And I, when I tell you man. It was the funniest thing that whole whole moment. But before we get to Erica coming in clutch. Let's talk about Max and her grieving for Billy. Man,
1: yeah. oh my God, my heart was hurting, bro.
0: Dude, I I remember those days when I when uh, one of my nephews had passed. I was dejected, especially in in a grade school, seventh grade. I, that was when I was just I dived into Slipknot.
1: And, and the girl who plays Max in this, I forgot her real name. Uh
0: Sadie Sink.
1: Yes. Amazing actress. Oh yeah. Like you could see, like you could feel that she felt so numb after all the shit she's been through. You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. She lost her stepbrother, who she really wanted a relationship with. It was just that because of his father, he was an asshole, and because of the mind flayer, he's dead. That's the thing that really got me. I'm thinking, oh, this, this. She's still dealing with it. That's the most messed up part. And I almost, I almost thought. That she was self medicating, but we'll get to that. But you know, with the whole ty- the whole big ass bottle of Tylenol. Oh my God! But uh, the cheerleader character Chrissy. Vecna's first victim. Fun, funny fact about Chrissy: she is played by Casper Van Dien's daughter.
1: Well, well, if you think, of, well. I don't want to really get into it because we're not that deep into it, but technically not the
0: first victim. True. That is true. We'll be getting in that next episode, but that's the first time we're introduced to Vecna. That's one thing I loved about this season because we've seen how the Demogorgon was introduced and attacked some people in Hawkins' lab, then got out. Uh, the Mind Flayer was using Demodogs. They were like little tadpoles at first and then turned into giant-ass dogs. And then we got to see the actual Mind Flayer basically take all the rats of Hawkins and make itself a puppet uh, to control.
1: All right, sorry to stop this, but I'm looking at
0: your shirt and I remember we both wore the same shirt. <laughs> and, I, bro,
1: and I was like, "What the fuck?"
0: <laughs> I forget. This is like one of those MMA shirts I'm wearing. <laughs> I was-
1: I'm the only motherfucker that's going to wear this. But no, here comes Sidney. <laughs> throw, like, hey, what's up,
0: motherfucker? We twins now. <laughs> Twinsies! <laughs> Alright, let's get back to this. We've seen a lot of the different creatures from the Upside Down introduced this way where mm-hmm. something happens horribly. With Vecna, he toyed with her so bad. She was just paranoid as a motherfucker and he's he was making illusions and whatnot that was the coolest thing i was
1: gonna say it's a predator playing with their hunt
0: oh yeah that yeah he he was he was toying with her like yeah he was toying with her like a hyena would toy with an animal too he or was like a cat with a mouse yeah it was really it, it, it just that analogy it is a cat it was a cat and mouse game but it's like the cat knows where the mouse is all the time just boink i see you i see you boink (laughs) so that was the coolest thing about it we are introduced to vecna very in a very scary way it's almost on par with pennywise the dancing clown mixed with a little bit mixed with a little bit of Freddy krueger if you think about it
1: speaking of Freddy krueger
0: Oh, we'll get to it. We're almost... We're getting there. We're getting there. The, the one thing, we can get back to this now. The funniest thing. Lucas was asking them all to come to his game. And none of them showed up. <laughs> that was...
1: Exactly. The, I know how that feels. That, that, that the, might it's home. Oh, yeah.
0: I, I felt it, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's every party. Yeah. <laughs> that's every party. Fuck yeah, That's how mad I was. But the thing about it was it was a nice if everyone probably get got it if they've seen it it was a nice parallel between lucas and erica cuz both of them during you know erica bring, being brought in for this dungeons and dragons campaign vecna's the cult of vecna and she's in there coming in clutch rolled the die for a 20
1: with the american flag as a cape
0: hey you can't spell erica mm-hmm. you can't spell america without erica i love that fucking thing from three (laughs) but she came in clutch saved them in the game and here's lucas he won the championship that was a nice parallel just like out with the old in with the new and that was kind of like a beginning for lucas like yeah i'm a jock now and my niece my sister's a nerd that's the that was the cool thing
1: honestly that reminded me of team wolf when he shot the Last shot, Oh, yeah. bouncing around. Yeah, that see
0: the clock three, two, one. and and it went in. He's like, yes, yes. Yeah! <laughs> he was in shock. <laughs> that was the coolest thing. It was a nice little parallel. I could, you could say it's out with the old, in with the new, because he's now a jock. She's a nerd. She has fulfilled the prophecy of being a nerd after trashing all of them for three seasons. <laughs> She
1: is the chosen
0: one. <laughs> and I love that. I love that Eddie was. He, he trolled her at first. And then after the whole thing was won and all that. He was like, welcome to Hellfire Club. he That was such a welcoming character. Because we've seen a lot of these. You older characters that are just dicks to these kids. Even Steve, who really grew, who who grew out of it, he still talks shit to Dustin, but Dustin reciprocates with more shit talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even he was always always like that, but the, but Eddie's like perfect for this crew.
1: And honestly, like the Dungeons and Dragons scene and that scene with Erica, oh, yeah. it reminded me of like two things. One. Um, the vampire movie, uh, Lost Boys. Oh yeah, and a little bit of like, I don't know, some kind of comedy movie from the eighties.
0: Hmm. See, I don't know which comedy movie because that that doesn't really <laughs> that doesn't I know, really there a lot
1: of comedy movies
0: in eighties. Yeah, that doesn't really narrow it down. Damn. <laughs> <I know. laughs> there were some other things that really helped. That uh, it, it really, this really helped actually explain the poster, the very first posters that came out, where everyone separated and all that, mm-hmm. because Joyce got the sh- the package, and it's the little, it's the Russian doll, and of course she calls Murray, and Murray. And by the <laughs>
1: way, the Russian doll has nipples.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a very anatomically correct doll. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was real fucked up. She goes, it has nipples. <laughs> and Murray thought there was a bomb in it, so she has to do all this goofy shit with the damn doll. Bobby, what's she doing? Don't, 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 don't stare, honey. Don't stare. <laughs> that shit had me laughing so hard. I'm like, Murray, you should have just told her get a hammer. It <laughs> nah. Don't look like a bomb at all. <laughs> so... The one thing about it, we the way this episode ends, Vecna making his move. And it is the most brutal thing I ever saw. And I even sent you a soundbite after that episode ended. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. Make sure everything... Oh, my God.
1: This, this is just like, I don't know if it was him being scared or shocked, but this was the most shocked or scared I've ever heard of him.
0: Yes, I was I was just shocked as hell. Hold on, what, what? Oh, come on. Hold on, one minute. Let's see. I'm going to find this right now. Where is it? Where is it? There's so some... many. Oh, let's see. I, was it Monday? It had to be Monday. Wait, no. Mm-hmm. No, I started, I started watching Sunday. Let's yeah. see. All right, let's see. I was already on
1: Sunday? episode 4 when you showed me the...
0: Where is this at? It was, a, it was the funniest sound, but I was freaking shocked at how Vecna kills his people. Kills these people that he hunts. Here, I think I got it. Here we go. He broke her apart and took her uh, eyeballs out. What the fuck? <laughs> I was in shock because I did not expect I you were that.
1: Being tickled, <laughs> bro, you're like
0: he. E- 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 <laughs> I was like hee he 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 he. he- <laughs> that's <laughs> how you should have said it. The way you said it,
1: it was like somebody was just like tickling
0: <laughs> <audience> I I I, I, saw, I, I sound like the little kid, like the kid from Mrs. Doubtfire when he found out his dad was Mrs. Doubtfire.
1: She- she-, <laughs> she 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 said he
0: she. Right, that that's how shocked I was that Vecna does that. And that was it was such a Freddy Krueger with a hint of Pennywise moment in it cuz he's using all of Chrissy's guilt and shame that she is a uh, bulimic or uh, anorexic against her and the fact that she thinks that her father doesn't talk to her. That's what really got her to go What am I supposed to do? And he just goes, just stay. And just basically broke her down. And of course it ends with Eddie screaming his friggin' lungs out. And that's the end of episode one. That was the coolest shit. And I actually sat down and watched the first four episodes, I think the first day. So we're gonna get into Vecna's Curse. Episode 2, Vecna, Vecna's Curse. Vecna is a motherfucker, but we go back to the whole thing with uh 11. She uh Mike and 11 finally get up, get together and You know
1: uh, what? Let's just call her L.
0: Yeah, L. Or just call her Jane, her actual name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but L pick their L and Will and Jonathan pick up Mike. And Mike is just like, what, what, what's going on? He, he's just like in shock that he's in California. And, you know, Will still, he misses his friend and all that. He had made a painting for him. He goes, ah, that's nothing. It, it's, it was very sad to see that. It's like, that's your best friend. You made something for them. But it's like he's stuck as a kid. Like he's he's at least six, he's supposed to be 16 in that role, but because of everything he's gone through, being possessed by the Mind Flayer, stuck in uh, the un- the uh, Upside Down, he is still stunted. Now, there's a lot of uh, theory that maybe Will's gay, but I'm thinking, nah, he's just stunted. That- that's the thing that comes down to it, because that's his best friend, and he still wants to play Dungeons and Dragons with everyone. And that's we've seen this stuff throughout Season 3 and 4.
1: It easily said, and to sum it up, he's just a person who doesn't want to grow up yet.
0: Yeah, he he missed out on at least least two
1: years of his life. Oh my god, that's... Like, being in a coma for just one year feels like 12.
0: Yeah. Now, the thing that really got me was, we find out Jonathan, he wants to break up with Nancy because he doesn't... He's not going to the college. And... (laughs) And he's just worried out of his mind. He ends up getting high.
1: <laughs> That's me calming you down. Like, oh, no, Ar-
0: Argyle had the best line. He's like stressing me out. It's not even my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, that was me too. I was just going. That 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 really is some people. <laughs> like why is my sister stressing me out over her husband? What the fuck? <laughs> So Ar- Argyle is so, so relatable. But, of course, they had dropped off Eleven and Mike and Will at the, what was it called? rink rama or something like that? Or rink mania Something like, like that. Like Roller-Mania or
1: something like that.
0: Something like that. And, you know, she she's lying out of her ass. Mm-hmm. As Erica says later on, the chair is on fire. How much she's lying. <laughs> I can't believe <breathe. laughs> That was the that was the messed up thing, but the most th- the best thing about it was Will was very sobering because he's telling Eleven he's saying be honest with him, and that's right. basically what she should have did because all she had to say is hey listen it's been a little rough I got I got the I have bitchzilla as a bully <laughs> she could have said that and I'm like oh okay yeah I've been dealing with the same thing <laughs> that would have been fine
1: like, honestly <laughs> like why after knowing all these people. You still lie to them. She but you saying you trusted
0: them? She she was fronting so bad, trying I know, to trying I to make it feel like, happy. No
1: honey, no.
0: Yeah, Lord. yeah. Trying to make it so bad, and you know, of course, of course, queen bitch Angela shows up, with her group of goons, after having bullied her and getting snitched on last episode, and mm-hmm. what was it that they spilled? I forgot. Uh, they, it was like.
1: It was like a chocolate shake or something like that. See, that, that yeah.
0: And they're like, oh, it looks like she shit herself. That stuff. Oh, my God. If I was a the owner, I'd be like, why are you messing with this girl? She has done nothing to you. Like, like
1: honestly, I know how it feels to be bullied. I dealt with it almost half of my life now. Yeah. And... Like, it's not fun. Yeah. And I feel her pain.
0: Yeah, it was such a sad moment. And she can't do anything like how she used to do. Like how she made no. that one kid in season one oh piss God. his pants. She couldn't no, do that. I feel
1: embarrassed again. Just her <laughs> just going like this. That was... Ah!
0: She, she wanted to... So she wished she could do it so bad. Just, like, do that. And I have to say this. And I said this before we even started cuz she told she told Angela after being so mad she got mad she goes I want you to apologize to me and tell Mike that you're my friend like trying to make sure everything's all right then she knocked the fuck out of her with a roller skate cuz she talked about Hopper and I said but, you know what Them but, fighting words anyway
1: <laughs> but, but the wheels were rubber
0: yeah yeah that all that, 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 oh, that hard that soft kind of rubber it's not super hard <laughs> yeah, yeah. How wasn't a nice game either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that nose would have been clean off. <laughs> <laughs> we only know the lines seen <laughs> it one. <laughs> and, you know, and I said she deserved the concussion. I said that. <laughs> she deserved it. Because when you're talking about someone who thinks that their dad is dead, their her father figure is dead, yeah, you know what, them's fighting words. That's like, say, hey, how's your mom? Is she dead still? Like, What? You're like, getting knocked out.
1: Honestly, after what happened with Texas, may may those kids rest in peace and all that. But like that's how things happen like that. You you bully somebody so much and they're just like, fuck it. They're all dying.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sw- yeah, her swinging that friggin' roller skate is uh was really. That was that made me feel good, and everyone's like, "What did you do?" And it's like she she settled the problem. She 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 ain't gonna fuck with her anymore. If she wants another concussion, she can try again. (laughs) I I get
1: that, but she could have just punched her straight in the nose, like give her a bozo nose and end it that way.
0: Yeah, there there are the ways to do it, but you know it's it just felt good that you know it's uh like Ender's Game, where uh, Ender basically was being bullied. He beat the shit out of this kid with this uh, artifact that they had from the aliens. And then he started kicking him in the gut. And the reason he did that was to stop him from doing it ever again, from bullying him. So her knocking Angela out with the roller skate, that was her making sure it's not going to happen ever again after spring break. Right. So so that was basically that. And she's just like, I, I don't know what I did. Because the whole thing about it was they end up going home. We already set the lines. It is the funniest shit that I ever saw because Jonathan and Argyle are high off their ass. Murray had came through. He's there. He's made risotto for everyone. Cause him and him and Joyce are gonna be going to Russia.
1: What, you don't like risotto?
0: I, I, it's smacking. It's smacking. I said, What the fuck? That's me and Eric Fry <laughs> <It's shmacking. laughs> That shit was hilarious. And the funniest part of that whole thing was, they're pre- Murray just playing like, "Oh yeah, I just I'm visiting because I'm doing a case." Like what? <laughs> Why are you here st- still? <laughs> that was legit the funniest thing about it, because they're just trying to cover up everything. Like, "Oh yeah, 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 um, oh, yeah, uh, eleven knocked a bitch out," <laughs> and she's just, she was so dejected. I think I do believe this is the episode where we see her and Mike actually get in a actual adult level fight, but I do believe that's actually four oh three. Yeah, they should have so, called
1: that episode "Mommy and Daddy Fighting."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was so. I was like, ooh, I'm gonna back away.
0: So now we jump back to Hawkins, and I do believe I do believe we're a little bit off here, but the oh. whole thing with Hawkins. Eddie's in hiding. He almost Mm -hmm. killed Steve Mm -hmm. after after they were doing all their super sleuth shit at the video store. And... Oh, don't
1: worry. He's gonna do his detective work with a stick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have Steve use his ore here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And, you know, he almost got killed by Eddie because Eddie's just out of his mind because he saw Chrissy get turned into a pretzel. Mm Mm-hmm. And... They finally talk about it. And they're telling him, oh yeah, this stuff has been happening since we were kids. And he goes, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we finally, they finally named, they finally named this character Vecna. We've been talking, we've been calling him Vecna for a minute. But they finally give him a name. And Vecna is going after another person that's with Nancy. And that was, that was weird because it's like the nerdiest kid ever. And he was in a car accident that was that was weird cuz i'm thinking oh my god he 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 was a cool kid that's why he has a scar and then you find like, out he di- he killed people within that
1: accident like a, i like when i first saw that i had a dad joke instantly. this is why you don't text and drive <laughs> like that dad joke just popped in my head when i saw it. i was like fuck i'm not oh. even a dad
0: and the ironic thing was he the, Vecna killed him on the road that was ironic, and he Vecna is a motherfucker. Like that was the—he's crazy good at this stuff. He—he he reminds me of
1: Hellraiser.
0: He yeah he yeah he does he does do like some stuff like Hell Priest, especially if he's not connected with uh, uh with uh, General, uh, Com- uh Captain Spencer. That's the weirdest mm-hmm. thing. He has all these characters in one. Like they've done a lot of work with this character. And let's see, what else I got here? Oh yeah, and we finally get to see Hopper in his life in a gulag. How he got there, that, that Collider actually, people caught this shit season 3. That the Collider was actually a bridgeway. And that was actually gonna be them going to the upside down, you know, the Russians, then coming to our side. That That was shocking. And he ended up in Russia. They beat the hell out of him. They tortured him. And this is how they got the Russian Captain America. <laughs> that's, how, that's how Red Commander was born. <laughs> but I was born in Gulag. <laughs> and he ends up in the same Gulag as the Demogorgon, which we saw at in the post-credits scene in Season 3. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that really gets you. So he's still alive and whatnot, and he's trying to survive. And, of course, we get to see some other consequences. But that is in 403. So there's a lot that's been going on. Everyone finally come together. Eddie's still hiding. And, of course, i got to bring this up. Jason was being a Karen the whole time. Oh,
1: my God.
0: And the whole thing, it's the day after their party. We get to see Uh. Lucas hungover. Cops tell Jason that Chrissy's dead. They think he's a suspect. But, of course, this is a sign of the satanic panic stuff. All these idiots, oh no, Dungeons & Dragons, it's a gateway to Satanism. What? Yeah, t- are, you, right. are you stupid?
1: It's just, it's just the same thing as video games causes violence.
0: Yeah, then that was the main thing with this whole thing. Because Lucas is going, are you kidding me? I've been playing it since I was a kid. What? Yeah. <laughs> and he can't say that because they're the jocks. <laughs> they're going to give his ass an atomic wedgie. And so, mm-hmm. so we realize... You realize that Jason really is a manipulative, gaslighting Karen. Because he basically turned the basketball team into a lynch mob. They're looking for Eddie. And that's the thing that really gets you. Because even if, Lucas is like, oh, fuck. If you ask me, she, he was a real Carol Baskin. He, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Killed her. Husband. Whacked him. All right, so that's basically... So that's basically the rundown for 402. This was a good episode as well. Every all these episodes have been very good and it's very maxed out and whatnot. But now we're on four o three, the monster and the hero, because four oh two before we end before we end that episode, the military gets involved with all the kids getting turned into pretzels and whatnot, get pretzelized, and they think it's eleven in four o three. In which we see Dr. Owens is with his wife. The general comes in and he thinks that the whole thing is actually uh, 11. And Owens tells him, he, she's dead. He's basically covering for her. And of course the they ran.
1: The to act like Bruce Wayne or Batman. Where is she? Yeah,
0: yeah. We're going to do this the easy way or the hard way. He goes, hard way? Because I can clean up a fucking house. <laughs> That's basically how he looked at them like, okay, you just made this very disconcerting. I'm just, I'm pissed that you wrecked my house looking for shit and took The man was sleeping
1: on the couch for (laughs) Christ's sake.
0: He's like, I gotta clean up now, thanks, dicks. That's basically his look. (laughs) And so, the consequences of this whole thing, this is where the argument happened and police come and arrest Eleven. Eleven got a record now. (laughs) And you know, stage two concussion. I'm like, Oh, okay, well she won't remember that she was bullying this girl, alright
1: she'll become a nice person.
0: Yeah, maybe that that'll actually adjust her attitude.
1: What? Season five, she's gonna become best friends with Elle.
0: <laughs> exactly. So she's she gets brought in by the feds and whatnot after the cops are sending her to Juvie Hall, like what, no fucking judge? Jesus! <laughs> that's how I was. <laughs> They're like,
1: what? why? Why is she going to Juvie Hall? <laughs> but is your town that poor that you don't have a judge?
0: Right? <laughs> Could have been like, oh, this is a one-time incident. Was she bullying you? Oh, okay. That's a misdemeanor, if anything. Uh, You're, got, you're, getting, you're getting put on parole or probation. Don't do it you're again.
1: Clean up garbage on the highway. Yeah. Don't worry.
0: Yeah, you don't do it again. That, that's the actual thing that would happen <laughs> these idiots just take her to juvie Hall thank god that Owens called in some feds <laughs> right. get out of there alright so yeah my phone's acting nutty now alright so now it was a typical army fuck up when it comes to how this general thinks it's 11 but you know what And this will be next episode next episode we'll talk about but I'm gonna say he's not far off but let's see alright so yeah, Argyle being we already caught that. Now, mm-hmm. the one thing I caught I cuz I had to rewatch this episode just to get this down. Vecna is connected to the Upside Down. Actually literally connected because all those tendrils are all connected in the Upside Down. He's using the Upside Down to contact the other world and do these killings.
1: He's trying to be a tentacle monster.
0: Basically. But psychically He's and that was the one thing he you see everyone's guilt about something uh, people gaining weight like, oh, no, it's not that one guy talking about he probably he has lung cancer, but he's like, oh, no, it's just a cough. And, you know, all this type of stuff. And he finally catches one of the basketball team members. Mm-hmm. And that's one little hint to this whole thing. Oh, um. yeah. And of course, we end up with uh, a lot of cool stuff in this episode the one thing that I got because Lucas is still with them. And of course we get, get back to Jason is a Karen and I had, a, I had, I take umbrage with this sequence when they go see Eddie's friends, you're on private property mm-hmm. and you swing on someone that lives on that private property and mm-hmm. basically torture them to find out where his friend is. If I was that kid's parent, I would have jumped out like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And I'd be calling the cops on them. Because that's a felony, basically.
1: No, there is no what the fuck you doing. That kid's going to the ground in a chokehold. Yeah, until I am. the cops get there.
0: Yeah, because that, that was some skeevy shit. But I think they're setting up Jason for a lot of other things. And so it, when, it, whenever this happens in part three, if Jason does end up biting the big one, I'm not crying though the, the tears that are coming out of my eyes are going to be tears of joy cuz fuck that kid. They're <laughs> trying
1: to, try to make him a hero at the end I,
0: I hope not. <laughs> you know, good great actor, horrible character.
1: <laughs> I was addicted to you, but I'm Going to save your life now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was the most horrible thing. But Lucas ends up becoming a double agent basically cuz he realizes these guys are going to try to kill Eddie. Sends him to Hopper's shed. This is where we find out Owens gets 11. He's telling her, listen, I can get your powers back. And she takes it. She takes that, idea- that whole thing. And, of course, you know, Vecna is getting ready to capture everyone. Capture these people. And, of course, we get to the point where they're trying to find out how Vecna is doing this. And we find out, you know, come to, f- come to find out that... Max is not self-medicating. She's connected to Vecna. That's why she's been using Tylenol. Vecna's in her mind.
1: Yeah, because Vecna has a tentacle up his butthole to connect everybody with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's...
1: Just, you just see it slowly come out and you just hear
0: <laughs> <laughs> Moon River. <laughs> <laughs> So this, so we find out the symptoms of Vecna basically, uh, halluc, you know, hallucinations, headaches, um, what else? This sudden sense of, uh, damn, I had the word paranoia, mm-hmm. and it's just depression. It's he basically just it just hones in on your guilt, your trauma, and strikes almost almost like Pennywise except Pennywise was I'm honing in on your fears so that that's the... tasty, tasty fears. <laughs> so that was the thing that really got me with that the whole thing with Vecna is he is a he is probably the most horrifying thing aside from the mind flayer and of course the war coming to Hawkins which is one thing that I caught that Owen said. And I'm thinking oh no. Vecna wants, wants to open up a port. Like you know right away. You can tell that he wants to get out. Mm-hmm. That's why he's killing people. We see this sequence in the tra- in uh, Eddie's trailer. There's a crack in the ceiling. Where Chrissy had died. Mm-hmm. All this stuff is happening. The boys are on house arrest though. In in, L- in uh, California. I forget the thing. Where they're at. But they're in, on house arrest from these uh, agents, and now, let's see, where were we at now? We are Party on... <laughs> almost. After finding out the symptoms and whatnot, mm-hmm. Max starts seeing the grandfather clock that everyone else has been seeing. He's coming for her, and of clock. Look behind me. <laughs> Your nightmare before Christmas, cuckoo clock. <laughs> It counts. <laughs> <laughs> so now we go to episode four oh four. Hold on one minute. What's going on? I'll be right back. I think I hear a horn beeping. Alright, false alarm. Alright oh, now <laughs> Alright now we're at episode four oh four. Dear Billy. So Will and Mike, Will, Mike, and Jonathan are on house arrest, mm-hmm. and they're planning their great escape.
1: And who comes along to save them?
0: Argyle is to the rescue <laughs> with this long diatribe about pineapple on pizza.
1: <laughs> if you don't, if you haven't had pineapple on pizza, I would try
0: it. <laughs> don't don't trash it until you try it. Oh my god! <laughs> and he just goes, "Hello." <laughs> yeah. But so they're planning their escape, and we get a nice little scene with uh, Will and Mike because they they were already at odds because of what happened with Eleven. You know, he was complaining and whatnot. That was a very cool moment though, because he was. They both go, "Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, quick, apologizing, and we get it."
1: <laughs> like, seriously, it was just like a bro moment. Yeah,
0: it really was a bro moment, and I put on our page the painting that Mike revealed. <laughs> And it's just it's just the Ghostbusters 2 painting with the boys on there. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see what he actually painted. That's gonna be cool as hell to see. I'm hoping uh-huh. these aren't I'm hoping a lot of this stuff isn't mementos cause everyone dies. I'm I'm hoping that's not the case. But we get to the point where basically, you know, going back to Hawkins, Jason's looking for Lucas. Cause uh-huh. Lucas ran his ass off. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All the all that working now worked for him because he got to the school and they were, he was about to get his ass knocked out with a lamp. <laughs> you know, and, and I gotta say it was such a missed opportunity. They and they have his they have his scream on file. They could have had that dubbed yeah. in <laughs> because of puberty. <laughs> because of puberty, he don't have that scream anymore. <laughs> He's like, ah <laughs> <laughs> But but Jason's looking for Lucas and meets Erica. Oh my god. He got taken down verbally by her. <laughs> Lucas and I we're supposed to be going out. Oh wow, so he you're a step down from Max, huh? <laughs> I was going, oh, get him again, get him again. <laughs> so
1: he's gonna own me Nintendo. Oh
0: me a goddamn Nintendo with Duck Hunt <laughs> I it's Just Duck Hunt in itself. <laughs> now now all the games you could have got Zelda. Yeah. Now nowadays it that would, that was that it, Erica reminds me of my niece. Cause that would be some shit she would say to Seneca or me. Like Seneca owes me this and that. I want it now. Like, calm down, John Lisa. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not even part
1: of your family, and I believe that's true.
0: <laughs> I'm like, hey, I got to get my shit first. What the hell? <laughs> so it was a funny-ass moment with Erica and Jason. Jason just going, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll and, take my white home. Yeah. Oh, my God. He felt so... He felt like this small because of Erica. <laughs> A little
1: 11-year-old just roasted his ass. And that's not just because of the steroids he's probably taking.
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he probably is that. <laughs> is that a
1: Tic Tac? <laughs>
0: You know, and, you know, again, uh, before we continue this, the whole us trashing Jason. We're not trashing the actor like Star Wars fans do. We're actually trashing the character. (laughs) We'll get to Kenobi in Sunday's episode. Don't
1: worry. But, uh...
0: But now Vecna is stalking Max. She saw the grandfather clock. She's seen the spider. She's writing out letters to everyone because she's at, she's basically at come to terms that she's going to die. Yeah. She's giving everyone a letter. She gives her mother a letter, but she really didn't give her mother a letter because it was Vecna the whole time.
1: <laughs> I was like, that's no way that's her mother right now because it's too nice. Yeah. It's too nice.
0: Vecna was... If she's a
1: drunk, there's no way that's her. <laughs> yeah.
0: that It was such a Freddy Krueger moment because that was some shit Freddy Krueger would do. Like, yeah. oh, you got me a letter, huh? <laughs> like, oh, shit, it's him. <laughs> a little love note, huh? <laughs> so she's like, let go of me, let go of me. And of course, you know, we all saw that whole moment with Vecna. He was just <laughs> sinister. This dude is sinister as hell. I loved, we're going to talk about that in the next episode. Don't worry about it. I loved how they done this character. We'll be talking about more about the inspiration of Vecna soon after this whole recap. Uh, let's see, what else we got? Ah, yeah, so, we get the craziest shootout in this episode. I shoot, you run. Oh my god. That guy was kicking ass. Then he got his ass kicked. I saw it coming.
1: Uh, I was just like, go, Fatboy, go. <laughs>
0: he was fucking them up, and the whole thing, it was, you think it's Argyle. It's actually the military. They they shoot this agent right in the friggin' lung, basically. I know. And he's like, "Oh shit!" And he just—he's fucking them up. But he gets shot as well. And it was the wildest shootout. And Argyle's like, "What's that? What's that guy with that gun doing?" They're like, "Drive!" <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> he had,
1: I'm not complaining about his death because he had a hero heroic death.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was such a great way to go out. Even though you know, he he just said, "Unscrew it," and then <laughs> and just die. <laughs> They're like. But- and, <laughs> yeah, that was it. Uh, the number. They're like, write the number, write the number. He goes, <laughs> oh, God. They, you
1: so he come back to life like, one thing I forgot to tell you is,
0: uh. he's like, I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. <laughs>
1: it's
0: two days before retirement. <laughs> Damn, <huh? laughs> So Argyle came to the rescue, and of course we get, next episode we get to see, I do believe we get to see Argyle just lose his fucking mind over the whole thing. Oh my god. <laughs> but.
1: There's a fucking dead body here, you're telling me to calm down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we learn about Victor Creel. Victor Creel was the main thing about episode two, and three, and four, what the hell is they doing, damn motorcyclist. So we get to see all this stuff with Victor Creel. Robert England, of course, pulling off the greatest performance ever, probably, in this show. And, of course, Ma- Maya Hawk, who's been playing Robin since uh, Season 3, she has really grown into that character. Because they were not going to see Victor at all. She friggin' rocked it in that sequence. She's been coming in clutch in this whole season for a minute. And- with a
1: capital P.
0: Capital P, the Tonic. Oh, <laughs> that was the one thing. <laughs> that was the funniest shit. Because I think Nancy did think like, "What? Why is you like movies? She likes movies.
1: Everyone likes movies. Just movies." <laughs> <boobies!
0: laughs> Start thinking about Ramstein that time. Dicker, <laughs> Titten. <laughs> so we are also in this episode we are introduced to Yuri Mm -hmm. and you know oh, not this episode I think last episode we're introduced to Yuri but Yuri is he's a (laughs) douchebag. he is a douche (laughs) Yuri Murray
1: Yuri Murray Yuri Murray
0: oh god he was just trying too hard
1: he was just being so silly I was like I like this guy yeah and he was just like I don't like this guy yeah
0: yeah, the whole, he, 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 he slipped them the Mickey and then just tied him up and put him in the plane. Gonna give him the KGB. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, wait, wait, the Creel curse, we find out a little more about Vecna. And, of course, I do believe this was a nice misdirect. Because you're thinking, oh, Vecna's been around since before, before the whole Hawkins situation. The The, the upside down has been here before everything. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, oh yeah, it was a demon in the house, Vecna's in the house, and whatnot, killing people. He killed, killed this woman, killed this girl, killed this boy. And you know, it's one of the funny. It was not funny, but it was sad with Robert England. But then the funny part was, like the whole thing with the doctor going, oh yeah, you're not from the from Harvard. I'm calling the cops. I'm thinking, let's
1: wait in my office. Yeah, you could have just
0: said, you could have just said, listen, you're not who you say you are. Get out. Get out. That's all he had to say. (laughs) Dude, was just being extra. They're like, I think we can run. These guys ain't, these guys ain't, they don't have cardio (laughs) experience. And they ran. (laughs) That was the funniest shit ever. And of course, we're at the point that really had me going like, oh no, oh no, we about to lose a member. Oh no. Max reading the letter to Billy. And Dacre Montgomery was in this episode. I love that. It's Vecna as as uh Billy going, You wanted me dead. You did nothing. I'm like, oh shit. He is. I getting- told you he was gonna be back for this season, didn't I? <laughs> but it but, but he was dead though.
1: <laughs> but he came back. He's <laughs> And came
0: back. <laughs> you know what's funny? I found out through his Instagram, they actually did that scene in Perth during the pandemic. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he was, it was all blue screen this time around. They had made made him up and all that, made it look like he was dead and whatnot, and he was just doing the lines. Like, he was not on the actual, actual set. They actually recorded that stuff. Kind of like how Army of the Dead, they had Tig Notaro on a different set to replace her with Chris D'Elia. So, they did this, and it was so perfect how they did this, and Dacre as Vecna was fucking great, and we learn a lot more about Vecna, because Max is running for her fucking life. She ends up in this ruinous area, and he goes, how did you get here, Max? And... He ends up catching her putting her up on like a post and whatnot and he's about to kill her and coming in clutch Nancy and Robin tell them put her favorite song on because that's how that's how Victor Creel escaped Vecna.
1: And technically, Dustin saved her as well.
0: Yeah, Dustin was the one that got the song. That was the thing he said to Lucas. He goes, what's her favorite song? What's her favorite song? And he goes, oh, oh, oh. he goes, I can't explain right now. What's her favorite song? <laughs> it was the funniest shit. <laughs> like, that, that was the whole thing. Like, they're all stressed out. They finally put it in. She hears it in Vecna's world. And she sees a portal. And there she is floating in the cemetery. And he's like, what? And she freaking, like, ripped one of those tendrils out of his neck. And then starts running. I'm like, run, go, 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 go. And the whole song, you know, Kate, this was basically Kate Bush to the rescue. <laughs> With running up that hill. Because she was running. She forced, gumped her ass all the way to that freaking portal. And she woke up, fell down to the ground. And Vecna's just going, a little shit <laughs> he was so pissed
1: or he died away with it too if it wasn't for
0: those meddling kids <laughs> he was he was just like you little shit i'll get you next time i was thinking to myself oh boy well at least he's in at least he has someone else in mind for episode five but it was that was the coolest thing and uh that that was such a good episode it was so intense and this has been probably the best season like I love all, all these seasons but this one it's to the point it feels like a slasher flick and the whole thing we're going to get to the next three episodes tomorrow tomorrow Saturday basically and uh, this was a great episode I want to say one thing though you know the inspiration behind Vecna we all see it it's Freddy Krueger with a little bit of Pennywise And he the the a little bit bit who? Hellraiser. Oh yeah, a little bit of pinhead as well, because he really does dish out some pain. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the thing about it, the very the very cool the coolest differentiation between him, the mind flayer, the demodogs, the demogorgon, he really yeah he really sifts through each person that he's about to kill looking for that one thing that makes them guilty of whatever they've done. And he used that against them so well that it's it's horrifying. It is probably the best antagonist to this series. And I can't wait to see more of him as this and series. And we
1: actually have a villain that actually talks.
0: Yeah, know? yeah. The Mind Flayer talked, but it was through Billy. Yeah, yeah. And it was through that other chick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Other than that, the Demogorgon didn't talk. It just made that chittering sound. The Demodogs <laughs> did, yeah. <laughs> the, the The Demodogs did the little hiss, roar, chitter thing. And even the the blob, the little uh, de- the Mind Flayers blob monster, the golem thing it made out of those three guys. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Was that was horrifying, but at least those three characters actually got to talk, and they were antagonistic as hell <laughs> when right. they're possessed by the by the by the mind flayer. So Vecna is probably one of the best ones, and I wish McFarlane Toys actually had their license still. They lost it to Bandai, cause we could have had like a deluxe figure of Vecna where he's all like propped up and whatnot by the tendrils. That would have mm-hmm. been cool as hell to actually have. Uh, we should have got a a build a figure line for season three. God, Todd sucks sometimes, but this is uh very good. We're gonna be doing another episode soon. Three episodes for Stranger Things. This has been a S tier moment. This has uh, been an amazing series so far. I do believe is season five the last one? No, there's seven. Okay, good. So we got two more. Se- we got three more seasons. Good. Because we're going to be... Wait,
1: no, 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 no. I thought you meant episodes. There's no, I mean... There's going to be five seasons.
0: Oh, yeah, there's going to be five seasons. Okay, so after season five, we'll probably do a whole retrospective, yeah. like watch all the way through. And we're going to have... And again, we're going to have more people on this. This is us just recapping and telling you what, you, what we like. And there's a lot of stuff from this... These four, first four episodes that we love. And uh, we'll be talking about episodes... Th- what is it? Episodes five through seven. Uh... Tomorrow, and they are going to be. It's going to be great. So this has been the S tier podcast, Stranger Things edition. That's I should have used that as the intro. God, I'm a goofy. Anyway, this has been the S tier podcast, Stranger Things edition. Signing off. Stay S tier, everybody, and keep stay strange. strange. Stay strange. Keep things strange. (laughs) Things are about to get a lot stranger. See you all later. Stay ST.